Hello, everyone, and we're back with another week with the X Factor Racing here with Carson and Cora's out this week, and we have a very special guest, Rob, Rob in Kentucky. Hey, what's how are up? you? Hey, and happy birthday. Actually, we're hey. celebrating two birthdays today. Thank you. Carson yesterday and Rob today. <laughs> birthday. Yeah. yeah, I feel a little left out. I'm all the way in January. <laughs> you um, are close to my daughter's birthday then. You guys can be birthday. Oh. It was a long time ago, but as a kid, July birthday sucked. Yeah, because you're not in school and no one yeah. cares. Yeah. <laughs> you, never, you never got to have fun with all your classmates and have cupcakes for the class. Right. So what's going on tonight? Oh, yeah. God. I'm trying to remember the name of the seven horse now, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll look it up. Indiana. Another birthday and yeah. memory continues to slip. <laughs> nah, I, like I said, that my 29 club, we're all joining. And then when I turn 30 and then everyone's birthday is later than me, we're all turning 30 together. <laughs> so... Uh, so best Rob, actor, we, yeah, best actor. Okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. So Rob, we had we had a pretty cool weekend. Saturday, Indiana Derby. That was uh, that was quite a fun time. Yeah, it was a great. Yeah, it was a good weekend. I got to play spot the emo. That was pretty cool. That yeah, that was, <laughs> that was, the, that was the funniest thing because I didn't see that message till you came. I just saw you walk, and I'm like, oh, it's Rob. <laughs> so, but yeah, I was up in the I, clubhouse, up, and and I looked down, and I mean, I saw Ed first, and then I realized who who he was with, and uh, it was with uh, with you and Sarah, and I was like, oh, so I took a picture and I sent it to you. I'm like, hey, don't go anywhere. I'll be down in a little bit. I got by the time I got found the stairs and got down there, y'all were gone. Ed, yeah, was, Ed think, was out doing his media stuff. Yeah, Ed runs around back and forth with a book and with like three different pens, and I'm like, okay. And then Sarah's just like, Ed's being Ed, just leave him alone. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so Ed's gonna Ed. <laughs> Ed Ed's gonna Ed. That's that was pretty much so. <laughs> well that's a lovely but, little reunion for you guys it was beautiful weather for you too yeah, it, was, it, was it was a great weekend yeah it, it, a, it, awesome. it, it had rained the night before and, and the turf course held up really well um it, they were they were very fortunate with their weather normally if there's a sprinkle in the air they get three inches <clears throat> or if, there's, <laughs> if there's sprinkles in the area there'll be three inches at that track so they were very fortunate they're in Shelbyville that day uh, you're gonna have to get more than three inches for me to consider that fortunate. Uh, right. see. Best, oh, so, hey, so I finally I found it. <laughs> Best actor was the horse that neither one of us could remember the name. Oh, I just uh, said that. I just said that a minute ago. <laughs> Did you say it? I missed it. I was busy reading and, and oh, doing two, yes. I can't do things. Remember, I'm a male. I can only do one thing at a time. Um, uh. Yeah, so Rob, I'm assuming it's not your first like me where I was just like snapping photos everywhere and I was like everyone like Sarah and Ed show me around everywhere. So oh, Actually, no, no, not my first time, time at the horseshoe slash Indiana Grand. I, I I go up there quite a bit. It was my first Indiana Derby because normally they have it midweek. Um oh. so I, it's usually on a Wednesday and I don't 
know, unless I'm in town for business, I just, I just don't run up for an evening um, or slash afternoon. But with it being on a Saturday, it was easy for me to get up there. And, and as, as, you know, as you asked before we came on the air, yes, I did. I played craps going in and I took a little break from the, after I handicapped and put my pick five tickets in, I went and played uh, some more craps until the races started that I wanted to watch. Uh, yeah, you mean to good, tell good me, game. Rob, you don't sneak working remote? You don't sneak <laughs> over to the track? Is it only me? Uh, I, I would never do that. <laughs> never? <laughs> I on, com I've, on company I've, time? I, no. I have never had lunch in the clubhouse at Indiana Grand uh, at one thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Off the record. <laughs> I mean, I did yeah. just turn an expense report with um, Indiana Grand, or Horseshoe, oh. rather, <laughs> as one of my expenses. I had dinner there. When I was in town for business, I went over there and, and had dinner and then spent some time in the casino. But I was like, hey, I'm here on business. I'm business traveling. May as well have them pay for my, uh, pay for my uh, dinner while I'm here. So that worked out. Oh, I should have done that. See, last month when I went to Churchill, my boss even said, oh, why don't you go hang out at the track? And I was like, really? He goes, yeah, go ahead. But I didn't put any expenses there. So, All right. You got to maximize that expense account. Uh, that's okay. You'll learn. As I, you, get you learn as you get older. Well, no, <laughs> I, I was a, no, I was an executive assistant for years. So, you know, you'd nah. roll up that you'd roll up the receipt, hide it, you know, to cover certain things. I know how that works. All right. All right. So. Used to when I got paid paid mileage, um, I, I, an older coworker taught me a trick and. Uh, he said, well, how much did that movie cost that you went to go see? Well, just divide it by how much you get paid by mile per mile. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's what Are I mean. How to, how to cheat my expense reports. <laughs> well, we'll save that another time. How to just cheat on expense reports. <laughs> I, just get, I just get paid a, a, a flat a lot. I don't, get to, I don't get to turn in mileage. Anyhow. So what else you want to talk about tonight? <laughs> Well, we've got, as you, uh, let's just get into talking about you, Rob. First of all, are you going to, my biggest question for you is, are you changing your Twitter handle? I will, yes. Be, you <laughs> won't be Rob in Kentucky anymore. No, I'll only be Rob in Kentucky for once a month. Um, I, I will am you just busy. change it? Just change it for the day? <laughs> uh, I, I might. I have before. <laughs> I'll probably... Um, change it once I get moved but I, I am moving out of state I'm gonna uh take care of my parents in southwest Louisiana um starting in September so that uh that'll be a big move uh, actually had, I had landscapers here today and I was doing some stuff on my house getting it ready to sell go on the market next week <clears throat> so we'll be making that move and but my kids are still here, so I'll, I'll come back at least once a month to visit them. And uh, with my new job, should be a full remote job, and I'll be able to work from Louisville for a week at a time while I visit with the kids. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Well, eh, hang out at the track a little bit. My, old, my youngest likes to go to the track. Do you know? My, okay. Yeah, my, my oldest is um, uh, 
very um, PETA friendly. Let's put it that way. <laughs> oh, like my mom. She just she just thinks it's yes. so cruel for the horses to run in a circle and we beat them with a crop. Oh, like she's been mom. in the track when she was when she was younger. She was eighteen or nineteen. Now she's twenty one. So when she was seventeen or eighteen, I think she was a senior in high school. We went, and I actually maybe she was in college. I don't. Know. But she's she's been several times, um, and she always had fun. But somewhere in the last couple of years, it's it's yeah, she's very anti horse racing. She doesn't even want to go with us to the track. The youngest, ah, she's great. She's she's good at reading the form and and helping pick winners. We have a lot of fun when we go. Awesome. So I'm a, I'm interested. What? Got you into racing? Let's talk about your beginnings with it. Um, so about three and a half years ago, um, a little long, yeah, about three and a half years ago, a little longer than that maybe, um, I met um, a lady and she took me to, I'd been to the track a couple of times, but I just never really got into it. Uh, uh, she, she was a, a owner in partnership with a horse and, and she took me to Keeneland to uh, I guess it was the bluegrass stakes and uh, we had a great time uh, and I just took off from there uh, won my first big pick five the fall of 2019 and that was pretty cool I, and I didn't actually pick the horses myself I, I didn't really know what I was doing and I had bought picks um, from a Somo bomb, uh, Mike Somich. And we won on Sunday for $3,400 on a pick five. And I went back out the following Friday to Keeneland that, in October that year of 19 and uh, hit for $14,000 that afternoon. And I was hooked from that point on. And probably, I don't know, within a couple months, I was like, uh, I, I, did, I just was like, all right, I'm going to go on and figure out how to do this on my own. And, 2000, uh, 20 wasn't, wasn't very successful. Uh, you know, a lot of learning curve going on. And then 21, I finally kicked off and started kicking butt and, uh, got really, got really good and had a very profitable year last year. And I've really pulled back this year. Um, I still enjoy the racing, but just life is, I haven't had the time that I feel that handicapping requires um, on my part to uh, really participate like I want to participate and uh, to be successful. Because I don't like to just burn money at the track. I want to be a successful handicapper and, and profitable handicapper. And because of the big wins I've had along the way, I am still profitable overall. But I, I, don't, I don't just want to put $500, dollars dollars $500 to the window and, and not have any kind of return. So I've pulled back this year. Um, my handle's about a quarter of what it was um, last year at this time. Still enjoyed a little bit, but just I need I need more time to. I, I really think to be a successful handicapper, you really got to be watching the races every day on the circuit that that you want to participate in. That's my opinion, and you need to be watching replays as well. So anyhow, that's horse racing for me. I, I still I still go a lot. I just don't bet as much as I used to. Those are some crazy it's, hits. Um, I yeah. Have to, I have to ask because this is uh, 
one thing that's very near and dear to me is if you contribute any of your winnings to aftercare. <clears throat> um, yes. As a matter of fact, I did. Um, the, when I won, uh, both times I hit big hits, um, I have contributed to aftercare. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. Um, the first year at Keeneland, um, I contributed to the one that um, Acacia's mom runs. Uh-huh. And then one last year, I think I gave the um, the one over here um, near Frankfurt, what, old, uh, old Friends, is that the name of it? Yeah, they're in Georgetown. Yeah, that's near <laughs> Frankfurt. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I was just saying, yep, they're in Georgetown. Yeah. Um, so yeah, after the, the, the big $53,000 big five, yeah, I gave some money after that one as well. That one there, I paid off debts with. That was a that was a big one. Um, paid off my car and gave a little away. And splurged uh, did on you say, things. Did you say fifty three thousand? Fifty three thousand. Uh, you didn't know about that, Nance. You weren't. Uh, yeah, you didn't call me back then. No, yep. I I haven't been on the scene that long. Yeah, last uh, July thirtieth or thirty first, um, I hit a cross country pick five. Yeah, that had um, a race at Monmouth, two race, uh, a race at Woodbine, and three races at Saratoga. And um, yeah, it was. I played it. It was. I played it for a dollar base, and I won fifty three thousand dollars on a twenty four dollar ticket. And I did have a backup ticket that didn't have the single on it um, for thirty six dollars. Did someone give you shit about your ticket structure all day? Yeah, was it a two? Um, was it a two by two by two by two by two? No, I don't. Bet, I don't. I don't bet that kind of shit. What kind of shit play was that, man? Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> no, like, like right. ben, you know, like like uh, who said? Who was it that said that? It was either Benny or or, or uh, Charting said, "Hey, you know, it's a cheap ticket. You're having fun. Who cares?" You know, if, if you're pressing it and and you're you're being silly with chalk, yeah, that's different. But yeah, it was it was a six dollar cheapy. Who cares? No, um, I only had one person give me shit. I won't name it. Uh, but uh, it wasn't. It, 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 no, it wasn't about ticket structure. It was. Um, he's like, "Why didn't you press it more?" <laughs> uh. Well, because I mean that. I remember that particular day. I started. I had. I said, "All right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna." use $100 out of my bankroll to play pick fives today. Um, I was going to play the cross-country pick five and um, uh, Del Mar running in. I think Del Mar was running. I was going to play there. Uh, yeah, I was going to play Del Mar and one other track. And uh, after the cross-country one hit, I didn't even bother putting in the other tickets. I was, <laughs> I was done for the day. But uh, the reason that I didn't um, press it more is because I was conserving my hundred dollars because I'd, I'd already put sixty into that into that bet, and I wasn't I was going to save some money for another pick another pick five, which you may notice I don't play big fat monster pick five tickets. I play skinny pick five tickets, but I don't criticize people that do play the big ones. If their bankroll can support a three hundred dollar pick five, and they don't go bust, hey, good for them. My bankroll isn't that big. That's not what I heard. Amazing. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Did you use any of my picks for last weekend? Because I actually did okay. Yeah. yeah. Carson, you were on it. 
I had some good. The butterbean one was it was really nice. <laughs> I did. I, I saw that actuator. I did. Oh. Life has been so incredibly busy lately that I have not um, paid attention to podcasts. Um, other than when I was driving home on like the sixth of July from visiting with my dad, in Louisiana, I listened to a a a, a, a Big Twelve K State podcast. That was all I listened to. Mm-hmm. And you I didn't listen to the X Factor. Racing? I did not listen to the X Factor. Wow. Get your picks for the Indiana Derby. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, who cares about mine? <laughs> y'all went. Y'all went one for three. Anyhow, I wouldn't have known which one to play. Well, the problem is, I was. You know, as you know, I'm the intern, and so I was like trying to post while we were there, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So, I think there was, and within like five minutes, I think I sent all everything, and then I slammed my phone down, and I'm like, "Intern duties are over. Time to have a day." <laughs> that was a great day. I mean, that if you haven't been to Horseshoe, you really should make a trip there. It is. Um, it is a really nice facility. Um, Eric and the rest of the team do a great job of, um, of hosting people there. And um, the track is really nice. The turf is nice. The paddock is a little bit of a walk from the grandstands, but you're right there. You know, you're right there with the horses. It's a, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And, and, you know, I like craps and it's a, it's a hundred step walk over the casino. I thoroughly enjoy that, um, that track. Everybody should have an opportunity to go there. When you get off yeah, the interstate and you see the uh, truck stop, don't be discouraged. Turn left and go on over to the track. <laughs> <laughs> the drive uh, wasn't actually that bad. It was four hours, but yeah, as soon as I got, I was really happy about the gas. And then I'm like, Oh, I'm here. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a good trip um, up there and uh, and a little birdie told me they're going to build a hotel there in the next year, so um, you'll be able to spend the night there and not have to stay at the Super Eight down in Shelbyville. Um, they're going to build a, a hotel right on top of the casino. I mean, it'll take a couple years, but they're going to start working on that soon. Ooh, that's nice. What? There's what is the track that has that? I've seen it on Twitter. I can't remember though. And Oakland has one. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, they just yeah, finished it. Nice. Yeah, they've got a, a huge hotel and resort right on the first turn. And between the first, between the hotel and the track is a casino that sticks out there too. So it's all in one huge big resort now. That's a really nice place to go as well. Um, so that's that's your uh, Rob Paradise right there. It would be right, you know, just walk out of your room, bam, you're there. I, I did go up to Shelbyville um, a few weeks ago and and stayed at the Super Eight. Um, I had work on Friday and work on Monday in in, in Indianapolis, so I just stayed up there for the weekend. And uh, I don't know, it was a five minute drive, a cup of coffee, and a, a craps game, and I was good to go on, for a Saturday. Oh boy, that place is kind of pricey. So I think you have to win, win, win <laughs> to cover <laughs> cover the cost of staying. But it is very nice. Uh, Where we out were, at Oakland? Yeah, at Oakland. We were more of the uh, days in across the street. 
Oh, I know exactly where that is. I got free coffee there one morning because I was staying at the condo next door to the Days Inn. Ah, yeah. With a Airbnb, that was uh, Cheese was the host um, of that Airbnb. We had that was that was my first time at Rebel Weekend. We had a great time. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I, rec I highly recommend the Airbnb that's next door to that Days Inn. Should you go back, you'll you'll actually like it a little more than Days Inn, and it's comparably priced. Yeah, uh, Hot Springs is weird. I don't know if I'll go back. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, Oakland. That's a great track. Yes, it is. I think the grandstand is kind of weird. It's just it seemed, the way it's all enclosed in glass and everything's inside. It, it just seemed kind of weird to me. But I guess maybe it's because of being at Keeneland and being at Churchill as my first experience at the track. Um, but um, we actually sat up above the grandstand in a restaurant and really had a good time while we were there for Rebel Weekend. I think it's called the Carousel Lounge where we sat. Gotcha. The hotel wasn't ready yet. Um, they were. It was under construction. It looked like they were about done with it. Um, it's an okay casino. The the game, the craps table is twenty five dollars. As soon as as soon as the last race goes off, they switch the tables at twenty five bucks. So I don't. I didn't play much craps when I was there. <laughs> Too expensive. So Rob, let's since you're our. Uh... Fifty-some-thousand-dollar ticket winner here. What are your strategies? Like when you're really looking at the card, really focusing on the day. Like, what are you zeroing in on? Um, well, so I use Brisnet. I use two data sets, uh, which actually they're kind of from the same data set. Uh, but I use Brisnet uh, Ultimate Past Performances, and I like to take a look at the ultimate race summary to look at race shape as well as their different um, speed and pace figs. I love to find lone speed or a lone closer that can, I can use as a single. Um, I, 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 I love to have as many singles in a sequence as possible. If I can have five singles in a sequence, so be it. Um, it rarely lines up that way that I feel that confident, but, um, I'm always looking for that, that lone horse, that, that lone, uh, lone style, um, that can set up to, to either come, come from off the pace or be the, be the pace setter and, and win on the front end, um, lone speed. And it also depends on how the, how the track has been playing when you look at the biases that are on that ultimate race summary. Um, and, and so it, it's it's pace as well as speed figs, and then um, I'm also a subscriber and have been for a couple of years now to Charting Horse Value. Uh, I think you had him on last week, um, and uh, I really enjoy the way that his, his uh, computer formulas rearrange the data, and I'm I'm fairly confident he uses the a Brisnet set of data. Um, to crunch out his numbers. Um, it, it has helped me identify some horses as well along the way um, in uh, handicapping contests as well as um, my horizontal wagers. It's a uh, very handy tool. I know that uh, Horse Racing Nation uh, recently um, went into a partnership with him on that, and uh, so he's getting even more exposure now. But I've been using Just Product for a couple of years, and really like it uh, when i hit that monster pick five um 
I want to think, I think about it. I think I gave him credit for confidence in um, three out of the five legs. There was a, a couple legs that what I saw in the past performances and how I interpreted it didn't agree with what his, his chart spit out. So uh, he, he got three fifths of credit for helping with the confidence, especially in the um, final leg. That was a turf race that Luis Saez won. Uh, beat, beat a couple of channel horses. Um, I don't remember the name of the horse that won now. Oh, well, it's not going to come to me that quick. But um, I don't know. That's how I look at it. Uh, loan speed, loan closers. Um, how's the track playing with the bias? And um, just try to put it together. Try to eliminate as many horses as possible and get the ticket comfortably within my budget I, I really like to have a 50 cent pick five that costs um somewhere between six and twelve dollars and then i can just press the crap out of it if i want to and if i'm right i'm really right and that's that because <laughs> i said so <laughs> i'm I'm not like Carson. I don't. I don't come up with uh, the, the names and the colors and the numbers or whatever. What did you tell me one day? You're like, yeah, it's whatever day it is. It, it looks like a day, a good day for fours. <laughs> and then you text me back. Well, maybe it was threes. <laughs> it was definitely favoring one number. <laughs> I remember that. That was a funny day. <laughs> Oh man. Yep. That's why I am not uh, selling charts <laughs> and I buy Jeff's too. I'm the lone ranger. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta subscribe. Come on. <laughs> I know. I feel like once I actually hit something like, and the other days, whatever, it was a dollar 60. That was pretty cool. But I haven't, I think one time I did a, five across win play show for $125 but that was literally a day where I'm like oh the gray horse is cute and that was it so <laughs> that was a little embarrassing I was like oh <laughs> so yeah, I, I think I um one you know, really good thing about um about Jeff's charts is that you can um once you learn how to read it like any any data set once you learn how to read it you can identify um, horses that can potentially give you some prices. Um, I, I'm a win better. I don't win place. So I don't win place show. I just, I just, I bet win and I bet horizontals. I will bet some exactas. Um, but I really like to be able to find those price horses and put a, you know, just say, you know, I don't really like this whole card a whole lot. I don't like the sequence, but I like this race and I like this horse. So I'll put a win bet on it and just enjoy it. Um, I don't, I don't have to have action every race, which is a mistake that a lot of um, a lot of uh, horse players make. Is they they feel like they got to have action every single race, and it's okay to pass. When you see a three to, a three to five that looks like the three to five, and it really is, you're like, there's no way this horse loses. Well, you want to make 60 percent on your money and take the chance, and, or and take a chance of making sixty percent on your money, or you know, you never know what can happen in a race. Horse can go to its knees on on the break, and then and then it's done. You know, it might be a need to lead horse, and it goes to its knees and it doesn't get the lead, and then whatever you just put down on that win bet's toast. 
I like to, I tend to pass on a lot of heavy chalk races, but some days, and I, you know, I, I've been known to take a, a large wind bet, just hammer the doo-doo out of the chalk and make a nice return on my investment. I have even more to play with in a horizontal um, later in the card. Kind of how I'm feeling about the race, I guess. How long have you been playing, Nance? Oh, since last year over at Arlington. I was one of those uh, bandwagon fans. I said, the track's closing. Better go over there. Knew, knew a friend who was uh, in the biz, so hung out a lot there and just loved it. Just There's there's a magic of being there. And, and every time I go to a different track, I mean, Churchill, that was just I mean, that was the first time I was at a track since 2021. And I actually went the last, last year, I went on Arlington's like final day of the close and I was just crying and everything. So that first time actually going to Churchill, I had like that same overwhelming feeling. The same kind of thing happened on Saturday because it was like a new track. It was just like super buzzed about just being there. It's kind of euphoric. I don't know. And I talk about it like a a lot of my friends are non-racing fans so they're kind of like well that's kind of weird but for me i don't know there's just like a magic or something being there you're like in a whole other universe i do and like business. i actually went to arlington for, for the first time last year uh <clears throat> went up on um preview day and oh i was there too and then i came back uh for um I guess it's not wasn't actually Arlington Day, Mr. D Day. Um, brought my daughter with me and uh, sat in the golden room, wandered around. We had a really good time. Oh, it was the Million Day, the Mr. D Stakes. Uh huh. Oh, you didn't spot the emo. We did not. I did not know that was the game to be played at that time. <laughs> oh my! Oh my gosh! I'm pretty sure you could have spot if I send you a photo. My, I have this ridiculous um, farmer's tan. And you just see it like to my forearm is one color and the rest is just Casper, the friendly ghost color. It's crazy. So tasty white emo. Just my daughter, tasty. my daughter probably noticed my daughter kind of a little emo edge to her. So she probably was checking out your outfit. I was, well, I was wearing a flowery dress. What? With combat boots? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know. I, uh, I feel like when I go to that, maybe it attracts my other persona because I wear like flowery dresses and it's all bam color. But like when I go out and stuff, it's black and yeah, the combat boot thing, leather. My daughter uh, is the same way. All right. Uh, I'm the. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's like some days it's the flowery um, princess girl and other days it's the crazy. Uh, cat eyes and uh, black leathers and yeah, it's all over the place. Oh yeah, is your uh, I'm a mosh pit girl. I'm I'm the one that's crowd surfing and all that. <laughs> she's not old enough there yet. She's she only she's seventeen. <laughs> I I was crowd surfing at fifteen. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. My first concert. I was fifteen. 
and I forgot who I was. I think it was like, oh, it's Cobra Starship. It was like Cobra Starship and 303. And that I uh, I just went for it. I found the wow. tallest dude and just came on through, lost a shoe. And my mom's like, what the hell happened? <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. Don't don't tell your daughter that then. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah, my well, fortunately, my daughter doesn't like loud noises, so concerts oh, are, a, are a no-go for her. Yeah, She doesn't even like fireworks, but, you know, been that way since she was a wee, a wee little thing. Oh. So what else you want to know about me today, Nance? Let's see. Well, I'm trying to think. What else? How did you do on Saturday, then? Uh, didn't win a single dollar. What? How about them apples? <laughs> <laughs> I was I was ready for like a okay. Uh, I, went, like, I, I won like a you know, five digit day. <laughs> I didn't win a single bet I placed at the track. Um I went four for five on the cross country pick five. Um because I was a fool and did not um use classic causeway as lone speed. I just said, eh, owners trying to tell the trainer what to do again. The, toss and I, I used two european horses and one other horse in that race and of course classic causeway just wire to wire um that would have been a, that would have been a, a nice three thousand dollar hit had i used classic causeway in that leg um let's see and then i played the late pick five at um at horseshoe um uh, indy and i think it was, i went four for five in that one as well so it was a four for five day it happens some days um, but, and then the last race that we, we, we talked about this, um, before we started recording, um, for the Indiana Derby, um, who was it I said I played? Already, I think I closed that article already. God dang it. Um, best actor. I, I had, I played a large win bet on best actor. I was like, all right, Cox, Cox has got it dialed in. He's going to go back to back <laughs> races here, right? Because his Philly won the race before the mm -hmm. Philly. That race before, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, I don't know how close y'all are paying attention to that race, but they, they mm -hmm. were coming around the turn, and that, that, that horse, the other horse, um, passed the Cox horse and put a length on it, and mm -hmm. the Cox horse rallied up the rail and won by a length and a half. I was like, holy crap. Like, all right, Brad's got this dialed in. I'm going to play actuator. And then, of course, actuator couldn't didn't pass in the lane and and, and uh, ended up second and when they put that inquiry sign up i was like oh yes come on sweet baby jesus um you know flip flip this inquiry over please because uh, that would have been like a a day saver plus had i hit that win bet um but unfortunately it wasn't meant to be um so i was an offer on saturday and i broke even at the craps table what a weekend. Lots of action, oh. lots of fun. Uh, but no 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 winning. I gotta say, one of the funniest things, Rob, on Saturday is when you just randomly messaged me, big shrimp cocktail on the second floor. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, what? So <laughs> and I'm laughing and I'm telling Sarah and Ed, I'm like, oh, Rob just said big shrimp cocktail on the second floor. And I'm like, I don't have a wristband. And they're both like, you could get in. I'm like, 
no, I can't. So I messaged you like where you're at. Cause I, I figured I could sneak in with you. And I think you said you're at the, you were right down by the winter circle. Yeah. I was already back downstairs. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'll just go with my confidence, I suppose. But you had your no, music I, caps on. Yeah. But I didn't think they'd let, oh, you yeah. know, just anybody. No. Well, see, so yeah, I, remember. So the reason I sent you that message is I knew who you were with and I wanted everybody because I had been in the media room and I saw the crappy, I mean, the, um, limited buffet that was up there <laughs> <laughs> what was it like chips and some brisket and yeah i was like Ed oh, was all about the yeah Ed right, was all about gross. the pasta these, salad yeah these people need to have some good food so you and i had already messaged and i'm like all right so i'll, I'll send you all a message and let you know because those was i was i incorrect about the size of the shrimp and the quality of those shrimp Oh my gosh. They were incredible. I stole some of the, I went, I went for the brownies. I'm a big sweets person. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll bring the shrimp for the people, but I went all for the sweets, but that brownies, I, wish- I had two of those brownies are phenomenal. They were very good. brownies. I had, I, I opened the day with a brownie and, uh, cause they had the, bra- <laughs> they had some, bra- those brownies out earlier too. And, and I closed the day with brownie and cheesecake and a plate of shrimp. Yeah. That's a great way to close. But I thought I wasn't going to get in there. So when the guy just was like, hey, come in, I'm like, all right. And I, what did I message you? I used my emo vibe to get in or something with like a rock on dude. That's right. Just rolled on through your media paths and the emo vibe. <laughs> good, good combo. The swag bags are cool. Did y'all get one? I got one. Yeah. Did you get that cool fanny pack? I did the the fanny. <laughs> like, where am I going with that? <laughs> so the the hat is cool. The trucker hat. It was a nice swag bag. I'm gonna totally next time I go to the casino, I'm gonna have that fanny pack on. I'm gonna put my chips in it and go to the table. <laughs> you gotta get a photo of that. The shirt is cool. I got I got the yellow one. What color did you get? It's green. These, Oh, see, there was then a gray, yellow, and then I guess green. Oh yeah, oh, I saw was a green. I got a green one. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. There oh. was a, I, I actually tweeted at Rachel because um, it was a good swag bag. They did a really good job on the second floor swag bag. I really liked it. Yeah. Well, see, I can't match the fanny pack with the yellow shirt. You can, you can do the hat, fanny pack, the whole thing. Then you got to get a photo. Oh, I had a I had to roll up to the horseshoe with that and I'll text Eric and I'll say, Hey man, come, <laughs> come down here for a second to the winter circle. <laughs> he would die. <laughs> so would Rachel if I showed up in that. Good lord. <laughs> oh, You're gosh. Yeah, I am gonna miss um, you know, when I move to Louisiana, I am gonna miss being able to to go up there and you know, going to Churchill, going to Keelan. I'm going to miss the regularity of that. You know, I live 35 minutes from Churchill and an hour from Keeneland. So it's, it's no big deal to go, to go to either, to go either place when they're open. Um, I, I will miss the convenience of that. But with that said, I will be an hour from Delta Downs and two ish hours from Evangeline and about two and a half to, um, Louisiana down. So I'll have some new tracks to check out while I'm down once once I get moved down there. Yeah. Have you been to those before? 
I have never been to any of those tracks. I've gambled remotely on them, but <laughs> yeah, well, I've never been to. Haven't them. we? Haven't we all? Right. <laughs> oh, I got Twitter open. All right, this guy just posted a ticket. He just hit the trifecta for a dollar at Canterbury. This is be this is your style of betting here. A one dollar try box, so it costs six dollars. Okay. It paid one thousand sixty-seven. Oh. Yeah, that's a good what day. What a pop! Wow. That's a hit now. See, there that's what I, that's what I want to do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we gotta do like a foo flex, a foo flex, mm -hmm. but like that level. Haven't done it yet. That's yeah, maybe one. it's maybe because it's my ticket construction. <laughs> I tr I try. I'm like I think the other day I'm like okay I'll I'll try and single. I've been delicately roasted. I don't really care. I always I make fun of myself, so it was totally fine. But I thought okay I'm gonna try something else today, and then like, eh. so we'll get there. I did a trifecta yesterday at our favorite place, Ass Downs, and it did not go well. So zero return. Good See, that, they run too late. They run past my bedtime, so I don't get to play them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was like um, Saturday. Uh, Prairie Meadows ran late. I don't know why I played so many cards that day, but I guess I was mad that Belmont, I was one off, of course, on everything I did early that day, and I was determined to make money back. And that's was, where you hit Butterbean, right? Yeah, stubborn people are, and uh, the indie card was nice, but then the Prairie Meadows just had a late start. Uh, I appreciate that they don't try to, you know, compete and run at the same time. It is very right. difficult for me to go back and forth when they run simultaneously, but it made for a very late evening. So I hear you on the past the bedtime, <laughs> like yeah. the uh, everyone up Monday night playing a cinema boy. That's what I. That's what I do. I'm running. I'm doing my marathon training, and it's on. It's great. Mm -mm. Uh, too late. Who runs at that time of night? Good lord. Oh. I don't. I can't run at night because my brain's all jacked. My brain's all jacked up with endorphins, and I can't go to sleep. Oh, you think I'm nuts then? Because I do like eight to ten miles. I think a couple weeks ago I did sixteen. Oh, I'm, I'm a former marathon runner. I've done three. Um, I've done uh, uh, a countless numbers of half marathons. I've, I've lost count of the number. Um, I, I used to love running, but as I aged, my body didn't hold up. Um, but no, I don't think you're crazy for running. It's just the time of day for your training. My, my brain would be so jacked and wired from all the, from the runner's high that I wouldn't be able to go to sleep. I'm going to say you might have ADHD. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I'm thinking that know. might be thinking it. <laughs> could be could be a problem. Does coffee make you sleepy? <laughs> you know what? No. I mean I'll like when I start law school, it'll be at least two cans of Red Bull to stay awake. I can't wait. That's how my masters went down. So stay wide awake. But maybe I do, Rob. Don't tell the doc. I also, I make a five-year anniversary visit to the doctor. I don't go every year. 
Yeah, one day you'll turn 15. You'll have to go every year. Sucks. Nah. When's, how when's law school start? This fall? Oh, August 12th or whatever. August, whatever the week after Million Day. I told my mom, I said, before I lock down and be all antisocial, I have to have one more, uh, one more round of fun. Are so, you coming down? Are you coming down, Churchill? I am. All right. Bring I'll see you there. I told, I, knew, I told you we'd see each other again at the track. Yeah. Yeah. Mom will be there. So it's really <laughs> funny because we, uh, where I work, uh, it's private label manufacturing. So we have a plant down there um, in Buckner and two people that work there are season ticket holders for Churchill. And they're like, Oh, we never go. And I'm like, what are you, are you kidding me? You fools. Like I'd be there all the time. So the one lady sends me like, I don't know how she got it, but she got two um, roses lounge uh, tickets for her mom and I. So she sends them to me. Then I had another guy that came to our office in Illinois and was like, Oh, Hey, you know, I got you some tickets for Churchill. And I'm like, and I don't know where they're at, but like definitely not Rose's Lounge, but I'm like, what? So now I have four. And my mom's like, oh, let's bring the neighbor. And I'm like, oh God, please don't. Don't bring the neighbor. Please don't ruin my day. So, but that'll be interesting because mom's not really a fan of racing. And but it is funny. She'll send me articles of like stuff that happens like Kentucky Derby. She'll send me like when Rich Strike won. And I'm like, this is old news. And if she sees something, she'll send it to me. So I'm like, are you, are you do you like it or not? So. Well, I will be there. Don't know okay. where I'm sitting yet. Most likely uh, sitting in the gold room. There's actually a handicapping contest that day. I got to decide if I'm. My bankroll is big enough to play. No, I can't. I decide. think it is. I think eh, it is, Rob. It's a twenty-five hundred dollar buy-in. It's a pretty, oh. pretty hefty buy-in. I, I mean, and it's got so much other stuff going on with this moving and whatnot. I'm like, yeah. Wow. Twenty-five dollar buy-in. Twenty-five hundred, two thousand five hundred dollars. Oh, nope. That's that's one law book. <laughs> that's one law school book. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I love. Would love. That'd be fun. Carson, are you a million day girl this year? No, I don't think so. <laughs> mm, um, I may try to play a couple cards at Saratoga, but I haven't really um, looked forward to anything in late summer. I'm really thinking I'm going to hold out until Breeders' Cup. I don't know why. I like Keeneland. I like playing Keeneland, so. Yeah, at Keeneland, I love Keeneland, but I have, I, ever since I connected bigly once, I just haven't been able to really get going there. Love going there. Love watching the races there. Love sitting in my, my uh, bag chair uh, on the apron and just enjoying the day. I haven't been there yet. One day. 
Yeah, definitely try to get there for spring because October can sometimes be a, a bit brutal <laughs> the weather, but fall in uh, Lexington is beautiful with all the leaves changing. It's things we don't get to see down in Florida. Everything's always the same color here. <laughs> yeah, those, those early October um, races, I, I love early October um, at Keeneland. Because the sun's setting in the afternoon, it, it's just, you know, it might be 60 degrees. It, it's rarely that do we get um, a lot of a lot of rain in October. Um, it can be very beautiful days out there. The spring, <clears throat> I froze my ass off this spring in Kingland. And, of course, they, they, they have a wonderful gift shop filled with long sleeve stuff that you can buy and take home um, to keep you warm while you're there. Uh, I have purchased things more than one time there. I get cold. Oh, it's like they got it all set up. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah, well, so, I, mean, I know you haven't been there. So um, Keeneland sits on top of a hill and it faces the track faces west. So you, the, with, you know, if it's southern breeze or a northerly breeze, it just rips right across that hill. And you freeze your tail off unless it's sunny. At least they're prepared. The day I was at church, I was wearing, you know, fancy shoes, Rob, that I think, did you make this joke on Twitter about the chicks wearing fancy heels and they're done by like <laughs> 11 o'clock? Yeah, where was I? I think I was at the Belmont when I made that joke. I think you were at Belmont, <laughs> yes. So I'm yeah. notorious for that. And the day I was at Churchill, of course, I wear my fancy little heels. And I was walking around the track without shoes and I go over to this gift shop and I'm like, oh, maybe they'll they'll have sandals there. Nope. So I'm just walking around. Blisters everywhere. Didn't happen this time. I was good on Saturday on uh, Saturday, so <laughs> yeah, Belmont was pretty bad. There was a lot of of, of, of young ladies that were uh, inexperienced heel wear with wearing heels and they were they were pretty wobbly early in the day i'm like yeah but you'll you'll be barefoot you'll be barefoot soon and sure and sure enough and there there was girls walking um from the track across the bridge to the trains and they were carrying shoes some had some had flip-flops some were just barefoot those are my kind of people they used to be me in arlington but see, sometimes you think you learn. You're thinking, okay, the next time it won't happen. But it's all about the vibe of the outfit, Rob. Uh, Carson, you know this too. It's all about the vibe <laughs> of the outfit. No, I cannot be crouched under the rail on the edge of the turf course <laughs> in a short dress and heels. Sorry. Every picture I've seen of. Every picture I've seen of Carson trackside, she's got on flats. Yeah, I cannot be hoofing it across the uh, track, running back and forth uh, in heels. My, I think the heels would just sink into the turf, and I'd be stuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, are there any big races coming up tomorrow? This week? I don't know. <gasps> It's Christmas Eve for San Francisco. Oh, yeah, Eve. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> you mean, Rob, you mean you didn't read my article that I actually <laughs> tried to look at stuff? That's okay. Uh, the first crack it. What, what, you wrote an article for Horse Racing Nation? 
no, someday maybe I'll pitch it to the boss man over there. But no, for our Substack, where I wrote a little, the little uh, Indiana Derby. That means you didn't even read that either, Bob. <laughs> you, that's fine. you would be correct. Ah, that's okay. That's okay. Nancy told you he doesn't have time. That's why he's limited his handicapping. <laughs> a little bit busy lately. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, there yeah. it is. You even retweeted yourself. I. <laughs> <laughs> you tweeted it as the intern, and then you retweeted it with your with your personal account. <laughs> Damn straight, that's what I did. All right, nine hours. You caught so me. I will. I will read it once we're done. I got it open as a tab on my Chrome. I'll read it later. Warning: it, There's a two by two by two by two by two ticket construction oh right there. <laughs> All right. So, is this for a pick five? No, I just did a pick for each race. Oh, see, okay. I just, I just, I'm like, okay, this one is like a best bet, and you didn't here's give me why. A, you didn't give me a single to use for a horizontal mm-hmm. bet. I need like an eighteen, like a ten to one single. That'd be great. Oh, there you go, Tizza Giant. I'll use that as a single. Twelve to one. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. I'll, I'll, I'll put together a pick five. Well, I got to look at the maiden race. I've got. All right. I so I just that. go. I'll just go all, 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 single, all. How's that? <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Hoots is having a heart attack. Rest we speak. There, there, there is actually a, a player that I, I that is. Um, I've seen him tweet sometimes. He's from Lexington, but he'll do that. He'll find a, a horse that he loves at a price. He'll single it, and then he'll just all ball around it and play these $1,000 pick five tickets, hoping to catch that price horse as his single and make back his money. Wow. Yeah. I think the most expensive pick five ticket I've played personally is $192, $196, something like that. I've never gone over 200 I feel like you're your expert level, Rob. I'll I'll text you when I'm doing my tickets, so you can just you can roast. <laughs> well, roast. I'll you. get. The, so the thing it's, is, though, is a, I can't really have an opinion on your ticket if I haven't um, looked at the card. Now I right. can I can say, well, you know, so the so the easiest one of the most simple rules is, and this is the inside the pylon. Um, he, he, he talks about this rule is, do you like the chalk or not? If you like the chalk, single it. Move on to the next race. If you don't like the chalk, toss it. Don't use it defensively and look for two, one, two, three other horses you like in that way. Um, I can count on one hand the time that I've used all but. I just don't use the all but. Um, early in my handicapping, I would. I used the rule of thumb of if I took more than half the field, then I would just go ahead and hit all for that leg. I don't do that anymore. Um, I, I do go ahead and beat out horses that I don't don't think have a chance. And if I think if it's a weak chalk, then I'll toss the chalk and use two or three other horses for that leg. Um, that would be the, the, the two. That's how I would start it with building the sequence and 
talking to somebody about how to, how to build. Um, and the more singles you can have in a sequence, the better, because that means the less you're going to spend on the ticket. How about them apples? Can you live by those Perfect. rules? Took notes. Whatever's playing today. I think, I think Ass Downs is playing today, right? Or I'll, you know what? I'll use it for Saratoga tomorrow. There you go. Mm -hmm. you, how, how much do you like that 12 to 1 morning line? Is that like, is that you know, like your top pick and you would put a win bet on it? Or is it your top pick and you would feel it in an exacto key box? You know, I've never done a key box. I'm, you know, I, I really just do pick threes, pick fives if I'm feeling it or just win play show sometimes. Or in the in the trifecta that didn't go well yesterday. <laughs> so and, and so instead of doing win play show, you can take the money you would spend on that and you can um, – have your win bet and you can have take your place and show money and use a an exacta key box. You know, like well, this horse can run first or second, but here's a couple other horses that I think might beat it. And just do a key box or just do a an underneath exacta as a as your place bet. <clears throat> It'll pay better if it hits. Your horse does run second. And sometimes I just play exacta key boxes. I don't even put a win bet in because you're saying my horse can run first or second, and here's some other horses that might run first or second. But you really like your horse. There's so many different ways to bet. I try not to be critical of people when they bet, unless they're just like the biggest thing that I will I'd be critical on somebody if they ask me is if using chalk defensively. I, I hate, I think Andy Serling is the one who always says that on, his, on the show. You know, oh, we're going to use this chalk, but we're going to, I don't like this chalk. We're going to use it defensively so we can make sure we get to the next leg. Well, if you don't like it, don't use it. Toss it. You're, you're wasting money. That's that. Yeah, I don't like Andy Serling, but whatever. <clears throat> On the record. On the record. On the record. I think he, he may be a good handicapper, but he's a horrible better. And we've got it on recording, Ross. Just Whatever. <laughs> I don't work in this industry or in the horse racing industry. I'm not worried about the little Either. midget. I'm not worried about the little midget. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Andy, Andy might want to edit that part out. <laughs> no, we'll keep it. We'll keep it. So you have to be specific, which Andy you're referring to. Uh, your Andy may want to edit my comment about the little Andy. <laughs> <laughs> or now you know rob you can put uh opinions or my own that'll that'll say yeah you, you put a disclaimer on there uh, opinions expressed by the guests may not necessarily be those shared by the host <laughs> yeah, right. or we all silently agree well i'll openly agree carson can silently agree or disagree with Little sir, little Andy. Little uh, Andy. Yeah, little I've Andy. not uh, seen him in person. I don't. So I, they mean little, meaning he's shorter than our Andy. Is that the the reference? Oh, goodness gracious! 
Well, kids, it's approaching my bedtime. You should probably do that host wrap-up thing. Oh, okay. I know, it's your bed. You're like, you're like your it's bed only 8.30. Gonna... Yeah, I'm, no, about 20, I'm about 25 minutes from going to bed. <laughs> you're not, you're not going to watch Horse Racing Nation's dynamic duo, Ed and Sarah, on the live stream? Uh, <sighs> let me think about that for a second. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I will be treadmilling and watching the t- those two kids. I know Carson goes back on her real job shift tomorrow, so I she's going to bed early too. Yeah, I got to get up before track people tomorrow. <laughs> it's very sad. Uh, that's okay though. Um, for, ner- for hashtag nurse life. Hashtag nurse life. Yeah. I I remember my hashtag CNA life, so I feel you. Yeah. So, well, our wonderful friend Rob. It was so lovely to meet you over the weekend. Thank you so much for being on today. I'm excited to see you at Million Day. You get to let me know when we've got the big, uh, if they've got big shrimp there. Their buffet is not nearly as good as the horseshoe was. Oh, yeah. well, now you just spoiled it. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this is what you need to do. Is, so this should be your dining whenever you're at Arlington. So we go to the food court and go to the back side of the food court and get the uh, pulled pork nachos. Phenomenal. And then after you finish those and you're ready for dessert, go back to the um, soft serve ice cream thing. And what about potato skins? They probably won't have it. No skins. Uh, no, no, no skins. Skin, <laughs> no the, skin, the skins are no more. As we are well aware by Ed's protesting and complaining. Um, they never brought back the skins. Someday, well, maybe we'll just do like um, a change.org petition, bring back the skins. <laughs> it's funny, Ed did. He got in trouble. Did he? Oh, no. <laughs> he, was still, he was still working at Churchill when he did it. He put his oh. on Twitter and he got in trouble. <laughs> no. They didn't, well, maybe they didn't like his joke at all. Oh, well, maybe I'll do it. No one cares about me. Yeah. I'm a no name. There you go. Club no name. They, so do you know like, where your do you know where your what box you guys are sitting in? Do you know where your tickets are? The the three hundred it's like three hundred something. I'll send it to you. Three hundred something. Yeah. Three hundred something. Oh, yeah. That's only the entire third floor of the grandstand. <laughs> yeah. That's a half a mile long. <laughs> three hundred something. I'll send it. Good lord. <laughs> we we kids are the worst. You're on so, the visitor side or the home side? Uh, all right, yeah. Send me your box number and that way I'll jot <laughs> down whenever I'm out. Uh, or you can say uh, spot the emo and her mom. There you go. I'll send yeah, I'll, I'll text you a picture and tell you to turn around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I had a good time well, talking to y'all. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Hopefully we can bring you back, Rob. We have our we have uh Encora back. Yeah, well, you know, after I get settled in Louisiana, maybe I can I can do uh, give you some up, you know, talk to y'all about the the tracks down there after I visit those. Yeah, that'll be good. All right, we'll be All good, right. y'all. All right, thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a good night. You too. Yeah.